In this episode, we're going to look at a troubleshooting challenge. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. After an update to the network, some devices were misconfigured. What we have to do is correct the configurations and verify that all PCs can access the web server, R1, and the switches. In addition, all PCs should be able to access the router using SSH. We should verify connectivity for both IPv4 and IPv6, except IPv6 on the switches. We'll be discussing troubleshooting common issues on the LAN. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Troubleshooting challenge. Here in the Packet Tracer Lab, on the left side, we I have the main lab open up. This is our topology. This is where we're going to do all our configuration and troubleshooting. On the right side, I have the Packet Tracer window open. In this Packet Tracer, there's no answers to fill out. There's no fields to fill out. I don't have the Word document open. I just have the regular Packet Tracer window open at this point in time. We see we have our ad addressing table up here. These are the addresses of all of our devices, all of our configurations. As you can see here, we have several networks, three PCs, three switches, a couple routers. We have our ISP cloud in there and we have a far web server. The objective is to troubleshoot common issues in the LAN. Here's the scenario. After an update, some devices were misconfigured. Whoever did your update, they didn't do a very good job. So now you have to come in, correct configurations, and verify that all PCs can access the web server. That's way on the other side, the ISP. They can access R1 and the switches. In addition, all PCs should be able to access R1 using SSH. All three of these PCs should be able to SSH in R1. You should verify connectivity for both IP version 4 and IP version 6, except for the switches. IP version 4 and IP version 6, except for the switches. And what I take that to mean here is you need to verify connectivity for IP version 4 and IP version 6, except don't you don't have to verify IP version 6 for the switches. On the switches, you have to do IP version 4, just not IP version 6. Here's our instructions. Router R1 and all the switches have been pre-configured with the following Passwords, enable password, console password, and then a username and password for SSH of admin1 and admin15paa. Here's the required number of hosts. If all the configuration problems have been fixed, all devices should be able to ping each other and the web server. Okay, let's start off the process. I'm gonna scroll up so I can see my addressing table. Basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick one PC and I'm gonna start pinging it. My process is, is I'm going to ping what's closest to me and then work out a device at a time further and further away from, from the PC I'm working on. I'm gonna go ahead and pick the IT PC that's up in the left corner. Why did I pick it out? I don't know, upper left. I could very easily just as pick out any of these other PCs. But I'm going to go ahead and pick out the IT PC. 
I'm going to slide that over. I make it a little bit bigger just because that's the way I do it. Click on command prompt. I'm going to use ping. And that ping will allow me to see what's working, what's not working at the layer three. As soon as I find something not working, I'm going to go ahead and use traceroute to see where that ping actually breaks. Looking here, first thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to ping myself. That's as close as you can get. See if anybody's talking to me. It'd be nice if I would at least talk to myself, but we'll see. Here on our addressing table, here is the IT information. IT information right there. I'm going to go ahead and ping our IP version 4 address for IT. Ping. 172.16.1.1. Well, I can't even ping myself. We're not off to a good start. Timing out. We shouldn't have to do any ARP requests because, like I said, we're pinging ourselves. And let's get the third timeout. And finally, wait a couple more seconds. Give us a fourth timeout, I'm guessing. And there it is, all four timed out. We can't even ping ourselves. Let's go ahead and check our IP configuration. That is IP config, all one word, no spaces here in Windows. Here is our information. IP version four. Has us an IP address of 192.168.1.1. Our IP address should be 172. We got 192. 168 instead of 172.16 so I'm gonna have to go in and change that default gateway also is set wrong 192.168.1.162 here we have 172.16.1.2 the addressing table is correct and so we need to change the IT PC I'm gonna close the command prompt here on our PC that is the X on the right side the blue line go ahead and click that that allow me to go into my IP configuration window. Here in the IP configuration window, under IP addressing, this is our IP address. This is what we need to change. We need to change it to 172.16.1.61. Oh, I did something there, 172.16.1.1. We need to put make sure we have the correct subnet mask. It's a slash 26. If we remember, a slash 26 is 255, 255.192. We need to go in and change that from the custom subnet mask because that was 3255.192. And then our default gateway. Default gateway is 172.16.1.62. One seventy two dot sixteen dot one dot sixty two. There we go. DNS server. We can leave that alone. That looks fine. Let's check our IP address six information as long as we're here. Two thousand one DB eight CAFE double colon two with a link local address of FE eight zero colon colon two and default gateway of FE eight zero colon colon one. That all looks good. I'm going to go ahead, close the IP configuration window, open up our command prompt again. And now I'm going to go ahead and ping myself 
one. Now, I know I just said it, but I like to ping myself just to make sure I didn't put a wrong number in there. I didn't invert it. I didn't switch the one and the six and the second octet or something like that. That all worked. Excellent. Now, next thing out for me is S1. I'm going to go ahead and ping S1 right here. We have the information for S1, 172.16.1.62. Go ahead, ping that, ping 172.16.1.61. If we do notice, oh, there it is. It worked. We had the ARP request. That timed out our first ping, and then the next three worked. If I do run that command again, up arrow once and hit enter, all four will work. So I am able to connect into switch one successfully. Then, looking at our diagram, I went from switch one. I'm going to the next one out. I'm going to go to our router one interface. I clicked in the window here to make sure it was active. I'm going to mouse over the green triangle closest to the router. That is gig zero zero. So on router one, I'm going to ping gig zero zero. If we come to our addressing table right here, router one gig zero zero 172.16.1.62. That is also our default gateway. So ping 172.16.1.62. There it is. And look at that. All four are working. Now our instruction said we should be able to ping every, or we should be able to ping all the switches, all the routers, and the web. We don't have to worry about main, or we don't have to worry about what's going on in our ISP cloud. I ping the router one. I'm going to go ahead and ping the web server. I'm going to see if that works. Ping. Here's our web server, and that's 64.100.0.3. 64. 100.0.3 and looks like we're going to get a first time out second third and fourth pings are working had to do an arp request some long somewhere along the way if i repeat that command up arrow hit enter all four are working that tells us the configuration for ip version 4 from the itpc all the way to the web server is good I'm going to come back. I'm going to re repeat that whole process, but I'm going to use the IP version six addresses. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ping myself just to make sure I have it configured right down here. This is the IT IP version six address. Ping 2001 colon DB eight CAFE colon colon two. Oh, and I did type it in wrong. I can see I'm missing a colon array. I'm going to hit control C. That's just going to end it out. Up arrow, come back over, let arrow left. Put in my colon. Now I'll try it. There we go. I am pinging my own IP version 6 address, and that worked. Next step, they said we don't have to worry about IP version 6 on the switch. That takes us to... The router over here, once again, I clicked in the window to make sure it was activated and moused over this triangle. That was gig zero zero. Gig zero zero IP address is right here. I'm gonna go ahead, type in ping, then our address, EB8 
colon C A F E double colon one. Four successful pings. That that worked for us. And finally, we don't have to worry about main or ISP. I'm going to ping the IP version six address of the web server, which is down here. And I'm only pinging the global unicast addresses. The, the link local address, FE80, I guess I could ping it on my local LAN. That would be the only one where it'd go because it's a link local address starting with FE80. Any of these other ones, my router would not forward. Let's go ahead and ping the IP global unicast address on the web server. Ping 2001. Colon DB8, colon ACAD, double colon three. There we go. We have four successful pings. And to make sure that our connection to our default gateway or the link local address on the router works, I'm going to go ahead and ping that address also. Ping FE80 colon colon one. And that works successfully also. We have verified and confirmed everything from the ITPC on to, to switch one to R1 through main, through ISP to the web server, IP version four, IP version six works. What I'm now gonna do is work my way to the marketing PC and work my way to the R&D computer. ITPC can ping S1, R1, now I'm gonna try and ping S2. Once again, no, it's going a step at a time. Going a step at a time. S2, IP address, ping, and the S2 IP address is right here in the chart, 172.16.1.125, Okay, it looks like we're going to time out once. Maybe we're doing an ARP request. And we're coming waiting up oh, there's a second one another timeout not looking good here something might be wrong third failure let's see if we get our fourth failure and we're waiting we're waiting and there it is we failed four times we can ping from pc it through switch one to r1 but we can't go from r1 to s2 i can make this connection i can't get to s2 Maybe it's this IP address right here. We're gonna have to probably go in and look at it. So I'm gonna click on R1 here in a second. I clicked in the window to make sure it was activated. I'm gonna mouse over this to look and see what connection is. This is gig zero one on R1. We're gonna have to go and confirm that that's actually working. I'm gonna go ahead, open up R1. We're in the CLI here. Enter, oh, we got passwords here. Enable console password is Cisco Con PA55. Cisco Con PA55. Logs us in from, that was our console password. Now we type enable to get in privileged exec mode. Once again, down here is our enable password, Cisco EN PA55. Cisco ENPA55. There we are. Notice our prompt has changed. 
at this point in time, I'm going to do a show IP interface brief. Gives us a nice snapshot of what's happening. Scrolling up here on R1, here is our addressing information. Let's take a look at that. We are concerned here about the gig 00 interface. It should be 172.16.1.126. 172.16.1.126. Over here, our gig 01 interface is oh, the 192.168 again. Got that typed in wrong. Have to go in and change our IP version 4 address on gig 01. Let's look at our gig 02 address right away while we're here, 172.16.1.254. That's what we have. We need to go in and change our IP version 4 address. Once again, to change an IP version 4 address in the Cisco IOS, all you do is retype the IP address command and it overwrites that address. Okay. Once again, that was on interface space G01. Oh, we got to get into global configuration mode first. Now interface G01. There we go. We are now in interface configuration mode. Changing the IP address. We just enter in the IP address command with the correct one. So IP address. Our correct address is back in our addressing table. 172.16.1.126. And I forgot our subnet mask. Here, from our addressing table, this gives us a slash 26. If we remember, the slash 26 is a 255, 255, 255.192. Three 255s followed by a .192. 255.255.255.192. We set our address, exit out. We should be good. I'm going to go ahead and minimize that. Open up our IT PC. I'm going to repeat that last command. I was trying to ping S2. S2's IP address is right here 172.16.1.125. I'm going to go ahead and ping that. 172.16.1.125. I'm out once. I'm out twice. Third and fourth time work. If I repeat the command, we have four successful ones. Apparently, it took two pings. To do all the ARP requests to get it to work but now we have successfully pinged s2 let's go ahead there's no IP version 6 so we don't have to worry about that on that address and now we have to ping the marketing PC I'm gonna go ahead and close that over here here's our marketing PC information here's the IP version 4 address we'll ping that one and then we'll ping the global unique or sorry global unicast IP version 6 address as long as we're there First, the IP, IP version 4 address, 172.16.1.1, right? Nope, wrong address, 172.16.1.65.65 at the end. I'm guessing we'll have to do at least one ARP request, maybe a couple. One, one ping failed for an ARP request, there's three successful, I'll repeat that command, all four work. I'm going to go ahead and ping the IP version, or IP version 6 address. 172.16.1.165. 
2001 db8 colon cafe colon one colon two and pinging that address works successfully that allows pc it the it pc to ping the marketing pc on ip version 4 and ip version 6. now i'm going to take the it PC and ping the R&D computer. The IT PC to the R&D computer. R&D computer, here's their address. Go ahead and ping that, ping 172.16.1.129. I'm thinking it's gonna take one or two ARP requests, one or two failures, and then it should work. There we go. I'm going to repeat that command. Make sure we get four successful. IP version four works. Let's ping the IP version six of the R&D computer. That is 2001 EB8 colon CAFE colon two colon colon two. IP version six address on R&D. We're timing out. IP version 6 does not have to do an ARP request to do a ping. That leads me to believe there is a problem with IP version 6 somewhere along the, along the path. Now, because I have a problem, I'm going to go ahead and issue the traceroute command. That's T-R-A-C-E-R-T -E on Windows. And then I'm going to put the IP version 6 address in there. 2001 colon DB8 colon C-A-F-E colon two colon colon two made it successfully to our first router so the ITPC made it to R1 but now we are not getting to the R&D computer that leads me to believe there's probably something wrong with the IP version 6 settings on the R&D computer we're timing out. Let's get more, one more confirmation on the timeout. Once again, looking at this traceroute statement, successfully it got to this address, which is the IP version 6 address on our default gateway, which is right here, G00 interface on R1 successfully got there but then it can't get to R&D. I'm going to try the R&D settings. I'm going to see what that looks like. Go ahead click on the R&D computer. Make it a little bit bigger. Open up my command prompt and type in IP config. IP config all one word no spaces. There we go. This gives me all the IP version 4 information. I have to put IP config space forward slash all if I want to see the IP version 6 information. Here we go. And as we can see here, we are looking at our information. We have no IP version 6 information. We have the link local address, but that's it. We have a DHCP client user ID, but that's not our IP version 6 address. We need to go in and actually look at our settings. I'm going to go ahead and close the command prompt window. That's the X on the right side, the blue line. Oh, click on IP configuration. 
look over here ip version 6 on the rnd computer ip version 6 address is 2001 db8 acad up oh, look at this we oh here we go db8 cafe colon two colon colon two i'm missing an extra colon two in here i'm gonna go ahead put that in there slash 64 is right the link local address fe80 colon colon two that looks right fe80 colon colon one is my default gateway that is looking correct I'm going to go ahead, close that window, minimize the R&D computer. I'm going to go back to the IT PC because that's where we ping from and that failed. I'm going to go ahead, enter in that address again of the IP version 6 address of R&D. Ping space 2001 colon DB8 colon CAFE colon 2 double colon 2. And now that works. IP version 4 address to the R&D computer is, is working and IP version 6 address to the R&D computer is working. To recap what we've done, the IT PC is able to ping all the devices IP version 4 and IP version 6 that it's supposed to ping. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and go on S1 here and see if they can ping all the devices they need to ping. I open up S1, command prompt here. Oh, we have to log in. That was capital C-I-S-C-O-C-O-N-P-A-5-5. Logs us in. Type in enable to get into privilege exec mode. That password once again was capital C-I-S-C-O-E-N-P-A-5-5. We are in there. And now I'm just going to go ahead and start pinging some devices. I'm going to ping the IT PC. And once again, we don't have to worry about IP version 6 on the switches. So I'm just going to ping the IP version 4 addresses. I'm going to ping the IT PC 172.16.1.1. Ping 172.16.1.1. Five exclamation marks in the Cisco IOS. That's a good thing. It tries five pings. Exclamation points are good things. Periods, decimal points, those mean it's timed out. And if you get a capital U, that means destination unreachable. Right now we got five exclamation points. That is good. I'm gonna go ahead and ping our default gateway. Default gateway right here is gig 001, or sorry, gig 00 on R1. That would be right here. Go ahead, ping 172.16.1.62. We had four successful, one failed. I'm assuming that was an ARP request, so I'm going to repeat that command. Just hit up arrow once, hit enter. There we are. We have five successful pings. Next thing, and that was the IP address right here. Next thing I'm going to do is ping S2. Ping. Here's S2's information. 172.16.1.125. 172. Oh, hang on. 
ping 172.16.1.125. That works successfully also. Ping the marketing PC. I spell ping right first. Marketing's PC is 172.16.1.65. Five successful pings. I have to go down to the S3. S3's IP address is right here. I'm going to go ahead and ping that. Ping 172.16.1.253. Oh, two failed, three worked. Try it again. All five worked. Must, be, must have been an ARP request or two for that first ping when I tried it. And finally, let's ping the R&D computer. Ping 172.16.1.129. And we have five pings. Last thing I'm gonna ping here is the web server, just to make sure that works. Ping 172, oh, nope. Web server is not 172. 641003. Okay, ping 64.100.0.3. And that works fine. Successfully ping that five times. Okay. okay, I'm just gonna go and probably ping the default gateway on the rest of these devices and then ping the web server. Click on the marketing PC, slide that over, command prompt. Ping my default gateway on the marketing PC that would be this piece or IP address right here, 172.16.1.126, 172.16.1.126. Four successes there, and then I'm gonna ping the web server. Ping, and here's my web server IP address once again, 64.100.0.3. Oh, I gotta click in the window, sorry about that. 64.100.0.3 that works and i'm going to ping the ip version 6 address of that so ping space 2001 db8 colon acad colon colon three that works i'm going to jump on the switch two get into the command line here Console password of capital C I S C O, then it's C O N for console, and then it's the word pass for password, but it's P A 5 5. So capital C I S C O C O N P A 5 5. If you still have problems with that, it's down right down here in the lab. We have those passwords here. Okay, so go ahead. Oh, I probably got to hit enter. There we are, we logged in. Type in enable to get in privileged exec mode. Hit enter, capital C-I-S-C-O, and then E-N for enable, and then P-A-5-5, pass for password. We are in at that point in time. I'm gonna go ahead and ping my default gateway on S2. That is right here, 172.16.1.126. 172.16.1.126. Successful, and I'm gonna ping my web server. Ping 
Oh, wrong IP address. I'm pinging the web server. Hang on. Ping 64.100.0.3. That all worked just fine. I'm going to get on the R&D computer and ping my default gateway and the web server. Open up my command prompt. Hit enter. Give me a clear working area. Ping my default gateway for the R&D computer down here 172.16.254 172.16.1.254 that's working beautifully and then we're going to ping our web server both the ip version 4 address and the ip version 6 address 64.100.0.3 and ping 2001 db8 colon ACAD double colon three that works successfully I'm gonna go ahead and close that over here open up my s3 ping my default gateway first we have to log in capital C I S C O E no C O N E A five five enable to get in the privilege exec mode Password is capital C I S C O C O N P A five five. Oh, one more time, capital C I S C O E N P A five five. Okay, we are in. I'm gonna ping my default gateway. S 3s default gateway is right here. One seventy two sixteen dot one dot two fifty four. One seventy two dot six. .1.254 that works and ping the web server 64.100.0.3 and ping the IP version 6 address 2001 colon db8 colon acad double colon 3 and ping Oh, we don't have IP version 6 on the switches, so it's not going to recognize it as a protocol running. That's the error I got. And so all I have to do is check IP version 4 address, and that works successfully. Here we are. Okay. Last thing we have to check. In addition, all PCs should be able to access R1 using SSH. Okay, R1, SSH. Here's the ITPC. I'm gonna go ahead and close the command prompt. That's the X on the right side, the blue line. If I scroll down in this window, once again, I made this a little bit bigger left to right. If I scroll down, we are looking for the Telnet SSH client. Go ahead and find that, click on that. It's going to say we're using SSH, host name or IP address. We will give it the IP address here of the G00 connection on router one. G00 connection here. 172.16.1.62. 172.16.1.62. And then our username in the instructions, it gave the username as admin1, capital A, D M I N, and the number one, and click connect. The current session is closed. Do you want to reestablish with the previous server session? 
Okay, so I'm clicking yes. Okay, let's try this one more time. IP address of 172. Dot 16 dot one dot 62 and username capital a d m i n one admin one button click connect and session is terminated closed reestablished i've done this twice i'm confident at least one of those times i said it in there let's go ahead and i guess we're gonna have to look at r1 and see what's going on click on r1 you have to log in again Password of capital C I S C O C O N P A five five. Log me in. Uh, get into privilege exec mode. Enable. Enter. Password of capital C I S C O E N P A five five. We are in there. Let's go ahead and do a show run. Look at our configuration. Start over. Looking here, we have. Uh, some output. This is looking good. Notice we have password links. We have password encryption. But we're looking for stuff dealing with um, SSH. Looking through here. Looking through here. We have no IP and domain lookup. We have an IP domain. That's part of what we need here for SSH. We have our IP addresses. Interfaces are up. IP addresses all looking good. Serials are up. No IP addresses there. Line VTY, login local setup. Oh, our transport input is set to SSH. The other thing we didn't see is that admin user. Down here in the instructions say admin user and password for SSH. That, they say that's been set up, but I'm not seeing it. I'm going to scroll back up here looking for any users set up. I am not seeing any users. Okay, it looks like two things we have to do. We have to add in the user, admin one, and then we have to change our transport for our VTY from Telnet to SSH. Okay, we are in privilege exec mode. We need to go into global configuration mode. Config T, we're there. Now at this point, we can add in our user. Once again, the instructions are right here, or the credentials are right here what we should be doing global configuration mode we start with username as the main command then we specify what the username is capital a d m i n one you put a space and then it's either secret or password the option words we want to put secret that way it encodes the password so if anybody sees our running configuration they don't know what our password is and then our password is capital A D M I N one P A five five. Just verify that. Make sure it's right one more time. Capital A D M I N capital or sorry, number one. I'm going to start that all over. Capital A D M I N one P A five five. Yep, that looks right. And the last thing we have to do is change our input on our VTY lines. Remember right here, it says transport is Telnet. We need to change that to say SSH right here. Let's go ahead into line configuration for our virtual terminals. That is line space VTY. And then once again, we have to put that range in there, zero space four. And now we have to change the transport here from Telnet to SSH, we just have to enter in that command again with the right 
transport on it. So transport space input space and then we put SSH right there. Hit enter. Exit out. Exit out. Let's go ahead, close this out. See if we can now telnet in from the IT PC. We are going into the G00 IP address again. Go ahead, enter that in 172.16.1.62. Username of capital ADMIN1. Click connect. Now it's actually asking us for a password. Okay, our password is right here in the instructions. It is capital ADMIN1. One PA55. There it is. We are logged in even with our message of the day banner. Uh, we can type enable at this point in time to get into privilege exec mode. That's our normal password to get into privilege exec mode. Capital C I S C O E N P A 55. And we are in there. And the last thing we need to go in and do is verify our IP address settings on our VLANs. I'm going to go ahead and log in here. Console password, capital C-I-S-C-O-C-O-N-P-A-5-5. There we go. Enable. Gets us into privilege exec mode. Password of capital C-I-S-C-O-C-O-N-P-A-5-5. One more time. Capital C I S C O. E-N-P-A-5-5. Capital C-I-S-C-O-E-N-P-A-5-5. There we go. I typed it in wrong twice. We can do a show run to look at our settings for our VLANs. Make sure all that information is right. Interface VLAN. IP address of 172.1.161, 172.16.1.161 with a slash 26. If you remember, a slash 26 is a dot 192. That's looking good. I'm going to go ahead and close this, get into switch two, hit enter. Our password for our console is capital C I S C O C O N P A 55. Type enable to get into privilege exec mode. Capital C I S C O E N P A 55. We are in there. Let's do a show run. Take us down to VLAN 1 here. IP address of 172.16.1.125. Yep, that's right, with a slash 26. And if you remember, a slash 26 is 255, 255, 255.192. Here our subnet mask, oh, our subnet mask is different. We need to go in and change that. We need to go in and configure that. Okay, take us down there. Config T gets us into global configuration mode. Interface VLAN 1 gets us into that. Now to change the IP address or subnet mask for an IP, IP version 4 address, we just type that in again. IP address and it overwrites that. We have 172.16.1.125. And once again, that was 3255.192. I got to put an extra five in there. I missed the five. Hit enter. Exit out. Exit out. 
and let's check S3. S3 right here. CIS, or hang on, start over, capital C-I-S-C-O-C-O-N-P-A-5-5. Enable to get in a privilege exec mode, capital C-I-S-C-O-E-N-P-A-5-5. Show run. For some reason I clicked out of the window. Show run. Takes us, take us down to VLAN 1. 172.16.1.253 right there slash 25 slash 25 is a dot 128 in the fourth octet that all looks good at this point i believe we're done we can confirm that by looking here we are at a completion of 100 percent up oh, we terminated it would you like to start a new session with telnet it's just giving us it's at a certain time it just times out no, it was not. I clicked no on it. It went away. But getting back here, bottom of the packet tracer activity window, it says completion of 100%. We can go ahead and click on check results. Assessment. We have all green check marks there. We have that set. That was packet tracer lab 17.8.3 troubleshooting challenge. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.